we're doing now, and we'll take care of some business. So the book of Psalms, chapter 62, and unlike Ecclesiastes, it's a little bit easier to find. So title of the message tonight is Trust Him More in 24. So I learned my lesson last time we, we had one of these. I wasn't ready, and I got embarrassed by the two veterans behind me, so come ready with a good title here, here tonight, so... Hope y'all are ready for the message, Psalm 62, begin reading verse number 1. So the Bible says, Truly my soul waiteth upon God, from him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation, he is my defense, I shall not be greatly moved. How long will ye imagine mischief against a man? Ye shall be slain all of you, as a bowing wall shall ye be, and as a tottering fence." They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Selah. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In glory, uh, in God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. Let's pray. Father, we bow our heads before you tonight. Just looking looking forward, God. Just thankful for the, the messages that have been brought so far and the special singing, even the, the congregational singing. God, just such a blessing to be able to gather here tonight, Lord, just to bring in the new year for you, God. Just as we, we, just, we come before you a, a weak and feeble people, God, bringing nothing to the table, but just looking to a, an almighty God, Lord, that's you. I'm just calling, calling upon you here tonight, Lord. We just thank you for your love and your mercy and pray, Lord, for the rest of the, the remainder of the service. And as we, we gather around the altar later, Lord, just pray that you have your, your way in everything that's done. We'll be careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory for it. It's in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Amen. So again, as we, we preach the message, trust him more in 24. So if you're going to do that, it's good to be reminded why you can trust him. So that's kind of going to be the, the crux of my message tonight. So here's just a few things. I know we can preach all night on reasons we can trust God, but uh, we'll just touch on a few tonight. And uh, kind of my first point here is he's the rock. So we can count on him being the rock. Let's look at verse number two and verse number six again. We'll reread it. He only is my rock. Amen. He is only is my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. And skip down to verse number six. Again, he only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. Just as you as you read these verses, at least as I do, it's really there's just some really strong words of affirmation there that you could really grab onto and, and kind of tuck them in your pocket and kind of hang on to them. Especially as we, we close out the year here, we're going into another year. We have, uh, as Brother Jose mentioned, we have no idea what's ahead of us. Right. We, we certainly could never predict it even if we wanted to. But we can certainly hang on to these words in, in our Bibles tonight and hang on to them throughout this year as right. we, we, whatever comes our way. Good. And so as we look at these different things, well, as we mentioned, he's the rock. Well, why is that important? So... The reason that's important is that stability in your life. 
If it's one thing that we could stand here and, and definitely preach tonight for all of us is we need some stability in our life. You know, instability is, is what will get you away from God. It's what will get you out of church. It's what will get you as a, 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 away from him and, a, and a, almost a reproach from him. So we need some stability in our lives, and we get that from the rock, from the rock. Not the clown in Hollywood, by the way. From Jesus Christ is our rock. We can get that assurance from him. So as we think on that, that subject of, of a rock, every, you realize every solid foundation is built on rock. Your very house is built on foundation of a rock. Now you say, well, I thought that is concrete. It's basically man-made rock. See... We have enough sense that we know what God. We know that God knows what He's talking about. So we just we decide we come up some time ago. I don't know when concrete was invented. Decided to come up with a substance to mimic something God has already put in nature. Why? Because we know it works. We know what God puts out there works. So every solid foundation is built on rock. Your your foundation, if it's solid, is built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. That rock solid, as the verse says, I shall not be moved. He's your defense. He's your rock. You can count on him. So we, we know that if our, our, our physical homes are built on a rock, and just, just kind of go with me through this illustration here. So a house can fall into disrepair. The roof may fall in, walls may crumble, and the floor is rotting. But so long as the foundation is good, that house can be repaired as good as new. So I don't know where you are tonight in your walk with God. Your, your house may be in disrepair. You may have a foundation that is solid. You're solid on the rock. But everything from the foundation up is falling apart, falling down. You look at yourself in the mirror and you're just like, what is wrong with me? Just realize God can, he can repair you. He can build you back up. He's that rock. He wants to be that for you. And if he's there, just trust in him and he can build you back up. You know, in the line of work I do, I get to see a lot of remodels and renovations, and you'd be surprised at, at some of the, the roughest-looking houses that are out there, just in horrible shape. You think nobody would want that. But you know what? You get the right contractor in there, you know, tear out. Maybe trees are grown up around it. Maybe the vines are wrapped all around. You get them tearing them out, taking out the old, those old walls, all the wire and the plumbing. Put that new back in there, and before you know it, looks like a brand new house. God can do that for you. It don't matter where you are. God can do that for you, and we can know that and have assurance of that. Just like David was right here in the Psalms, we could have a, a blessed hope and a blessed assurance in that. So even though your house may, in, may be in disrepair, you can count on God that he can build it back. 1 Corinthians 10, 4 says, and did, all, and did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. Remember, Christ is the rock. You're not the rock. You can't provide it. You know, wood, hay, and stubble is the best we could do. Filthy rags is the best we could do. But we can count on God to be that rock for us. So next we see that he's the refuge. So let's look again in verses 7 and 8. The Bible says, In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. 
Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. There again, you see that word repeated multiple times. And I, you know God had that in there for a reason. Right. You know, David was, was pouring his heart out here as God was leading him to record this. But no doubt God needed that here for us today. He needed it for us last year and probably five, ten years from now, whenever, if we're, if we're still here. God wanted that here for us. So when I think of refuge, I think of safety. I think of defense. So again, we, we kind of asked the question a second ago, well, why, why is it important that he's a refuge for us? It's for that safety in your life. So it's good to have stability in your life. Well, it's also good to have some safety in your life. You know, we, we know that God is going to take us through some, some pitfalls. He's going to take us through some tough times, some difficult times. But we know that he is our safety. And if he is our safety, we can overcome anything through him, through Christ. So he is our refuge. He is our safety. But remember this, he's only a refuge if you make him one. You know, he could not be a refuge. You could choose another path, another option. Or you could choose him. Let's look at verse number 8 eight again. Trust in him at all times. That's a requirement right there. All times. Ye people, pour out your heart before him. There's another requirement. God is a refuge for us. That's a promise. That whole verse is tied together with a lot of promises and some conditions in there. But trust in him at all times. If you want the refuge, if you want the safety, God says it is available. You just have to, to tune in to his station. Amen. Amen. So we see, Amen. love this verse. Deuteronomy 33, 27 says, The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms. And he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall say, Destroy them. Well, hallelujah, what a promise there. Did y'all get that? Or let's read it again. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee and shall say, destroy them. Amen. Boy, that's twofold right there. Amen. He's like, I got you here. Kick the enemy out. Boom, they're gone right there, just like All that. Right. He could do that for us. That's what he Amen. wants to do for us. He wants to be that refuge for us. So as I was, I was reading and studying that, I, I thought about... Uh, you know, how'd that work out for Goliath? Do you remember back in 1 Samuel? He was flapping those gums at the children of Israel, and they were all scared to death of him, and nobody nobody wanted to mess with him. You know, he, he stood out there and just day after day just railed on them. And uh, finally, till David got there and was like, what's all this? What's he out there doing? He's defying the armies of the living God. What are y'all doing? We got God on our side. What did he do? And I, again, tying the message together, what David do? He's like, well, you know, God before us, who could be against us? So he grabbed his, he had his just little trusty sling and a rock in his sling. And what? We know that the rock isn't what killed Goliath. It was the power of God. We know that. But, again, don't miss the fact that it was a rock that took, took down Goliath. So... We see you know, God performed that Deuteronomy 33. He performed it right then and there. He's still doing it today. I mean, how many could testify tonight and say, you know, God's took some, destroyed some enemies 
in your life. And I don't mean people, by the way. I mean some enemies. You know, we don't battle uh, flesh and blood. That's people, our neighbors, aren't our enemies. You know, people around us aren't our enemies. It's the, those principalities, the power, the rulers of darkness, and the, and the spiritual wickedness in high places, which it should be more evident nowadays than it ever has been. Just the, the, the level of wickedness, even in our own country. We used to think it was just some far-off land, but it is within our own country. Just such a, a unreal level of wickedness. We've got a lot to pray for and a lot to, to ask God for, but God is our refuge if we'll allow him to be. So my last point tonight, we see he's our rest. And let's look at verses 1 and verses 5. So verse 1 says, Truly my soul waiteth upon God, from him cometh my salvation. You got saved, you got some rest, did you not? God was on your heels troubling you, you know, every day and every night. When you got saved, boy, that was a, a sweet peace, was it not? Look at verse number 5. My soul, wait thou only upon God. You wait on God, you'll get some rest. For my expectation is from him. And I, I like to look at that last part of that verse. For my expectation is from him. You know, lots of times we, we like to put expectations on, on people around us, like our spouses, you, you know, kids, parents, you know, people you work with. You like to put that that expectation on them, God's like, hey, put it on me. Put it on me. Don't, don't put it on everybody else. You know, people around you will let you down. And, and look, we're all just flesh. But, you know, we, we put such a, a high pro, even on like these two gentlemen behind me right here, we put such a high expectation on them that God never asked for. But put it on him and he'll meet it every time. You put it on you put it on me, anybody around you, you'll we'll fail, we'll let you down. Ex, put your expectation on God. So we see that He's our rest. Well, why again ask the question, why is that important? Well, it provides some serenity for your life. So and I did include the definition for that word, in case you didn't know. So serenity is the state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. I'll say I'd like to live a life like that. Right. So what did Jesus tell us to do in the New Testament? Pastor mentioned it this morning. He said to what? Cast our burdens on him. Yes. Right? Does he not care for us? That's what he wants us to do. He right. wants to unburden right. us, and he's like, I got it. Yes. Put your expectation on me. Put your burdens Praise on God. me. Why? He said, I will give you rest. He'll do yeah. it. He's the author of the rest. Right. You let him be the author of your rest. So and I, as I was, again, as I was studying, I, I, this, the scripture with the maniac of Gadara kind of came to my mind. And you think about what that guy was going through. I mean, the legion of, of demons that was right. all over him, and right. he, had, he had no rest. He had no physical rest. He was all the time cutting himself. Right. You know, every you know, priest and psychiatrist in town had their shot at him, and they couldn't do nothing with him. Right. So I just leave him out there in the caves. That's where he belongs. The world had done cast him aside. He wasn't worth, worth nothing. Jesus is like, I'm crossing this body of water. I'm going to find this guy over there who needs some help, and I'm going to help him, right? Did he not? What did the Bible say? They found him. He was clothed and in his right mind. Amen. That, that fella got some rest, I'd say. Amen. You really think about that. 
just what the, the torment he had to been going through. And just, that's big right there. God wants to do that for you. Yeah, maybe you've got something torment in your mind. God wants to take that from you. Once you, once you clothe and in your right mind. Why? Because that brings him honor and glory. He doesn't want you broken down all the time. He wants you active, involved in his work. In order to do that, you need to be clothed and in your right mind. And we, we say, you know, what happened after that? The guy, he got so much rest. What did he do? He got so much rest, he went back to town and told everybody about it. Told everybody, published all about it. This guy named Jesus. What did the pig farmers do? They got mad. <laughs> Jesus hurt the pocketbook. Oh, no. <laughs> Pigs went running headlong in the sea. It was over. We need you out. Get out. Run him out. So we see the man that got, he got rest. But also, not only you could have a current rest now, but there's a future rest coming as well. And just uh, Hebrews 4, 9 here says, There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. Again, that's a promise. We know we could have it here, but we know we've got it to look forward to ahead as well. So, you know, whether you ever experience true rest while you're here, there's a guarantee of rest for God's people. Amen. It's there. You know, you, you may not ever feel like you get that just, serene serenity moment <laughs> you may maybe you never get there maybe maybe not but you know that one day on the other side of eternity god's gonna have it for you yes. he's got it, he's got it right now he's, he's working on it right now It'll be done any day we're just waiting for the call hey mansion's ready i'll come on up it's time any day any day now so to uh conclude the lesson the message tonight so in order to trust him more in 24, make him your rock, your refuge, and your rest. Amen. That's my message tonight.